Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Oh, hello. Uh, I'm 89's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about The Little Things. You know him, didn't you? Then you had that one little feeling. But you waved it away. You should have listened to that one little feeling. Just like I'm listening to you now. You can talk to me. The Little Things is a drama that is on HBO right now. Let's do a little plot rundown. So the sure. the plot is that Kern County Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon, played by Denzel Washington, Ooh. has to work together or kind of work against a new detective, Remy Malik, who is jim baxter the world's most unlikable character <laughs> and, and together they have to find the and solve the um a serial killer who is played as the most serial killer serial killer you will ever serial kill jared leto I'm, I'm getting a sense of your vibe of this film immediately. Christopher, <laughs> I'm sorry for making you watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is so interesting you say that, because I was like, I wonder what Justin thinks about this. <laughs> oh, my God. I have not disliked a movie more in a very long time. Oh, this is exciting. And this was my idea. It would like came out on HBO. A lot of people were talking about it. I was like, you know, I'm not like super big on crime anything. Yeah. But um, I'm like, you know, it's about that time. And it's kind of nice to watch like a blockbuster every once in a while and something that's dramatic. And it's got Denzel. And Denzel is the only redeeming quality about this movie. Um, The rest of it, I was in. I was tortured <laughs> well, <laughs> i for the film it's about a serial killer <laughs> it was i was so i felt so trapped in that movie that we i had to sit all the way through it and i was like i'm i feel so bad that i did this to christopher so exciting to talk about then <laughs> <laughs> what did you think i loved it did you really no i didn't okay uh, <laughs> No, I did not at all. <laughs> I just couldn't wait after all that. I had to say the opposite. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't wait to dig in to talk about all the aspects of this film. That, And I'll oh, say, man. I love a serial killer thriller. Yeah. I, that genre does appeal to me, and I feel weird about it. I think anyone who loves them should feel weird about it. But it's like the worst of the worst, and then to see them get their just desserts is like most satisfying, which is why I think criminal minds does so well. And law and order SVU, you get yeah. like the worst people. And it's, so that's like shocking. <laughs> so there's that, <laughs> but then you got to see them. Oh, but you got to see them get, get what's coming to them. So that's sort of, I, I, I feel like that's some of the attraction, but it's like one of the darkest genres. And I love a thriller. Everybody loves a thriller. Um, so I was very excited that there was a new one with such heavy hitters in it. Um, but yeah, as we will discuss, I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> I think just least. about 
every bit of this movie every beat was a misstep it wasn't just like i hear i like i know what you're talking about because i've seen it Uh but also the i there was so many i have like a list of like big problems like the (laughs) like just like not even like not even like small nitpicky things just like serious philosophical (laughs) issues with this movie and we're gonna get to the podcast um watch it first watch it on on hbo if you can or maybe you already have but we're gonna talk about it uh when we come back we make it our mission to amplify positivity so we're starting 2021 with gratitude Thank you for supporting the Radio Milwaukee team. Because of you, we're still here to be your work-from-home companions, your go-to for music discovery, and more. We're excited to bring you new projects this year, plus the programming you know and love. Want to help us make it? Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart to join today. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Okay, Christopher, we're can't back. Can't wait. Can't okay. wait. Okay, where do we start with this thing? Okay, so okay, what, did you, what did you know going in? Yeah, I was going to say, you're too hot right now. Let me start... <laughs> You know, gotta take it. Like, you gotta take a I breath know. and gather yourself, man. I know, I know. Okay, yeah. Um, so I watched it a couple nights ago, and uh, here's the thing: no regrets for wanting to watch this. The trailer looks really good. Yeah. And you've got three Academy Award winners. Yeah. You've got Denzel Washington. You've got yes. Rami Malek, and you've yes. got Jared Leto. Who? Yes. Out of the three, he puts me off the most. I'm not a Jared Leto fan. I find him. Uh, 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 slimy. I, if I, oh. <laughs> like as a oh, person, I find him a little slimy. And then as an actor, I was like, oh, come on. Here's the thing: when he did um, the Joker in the Suicide Squad, which is by far one of the five worst films I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know why you watched that. that I mean, I'm, out of, of curiosity, morbid sure. curiosity is exactly yeah, why yeah, I watched yeah. it. And I was like, oh, I see what happened. Okay. Um, yeah. Like we talked about in our Blade uh, podcast, which I will refer to in every podcast henceforth. <laughs> the, the great Blade <laughs> podcast of 2021. Yeah, it's the, it's the first best thing that happened in 2021. Um, there was no reason for Wesley Snipes to be uh, to do method acting, to be a character the entire time for Blade. <laughs> right. It's not a complicated character. It's good. He did great, but not, not, not that's not the kind of movie you do that for. Jared Leto was in character the whole time as the Joker. In fact, he sent really disgusting gifts to his co-stars as the Joker, and everyone was annoyed by him. And that kind of sums him up for me. So, Mm -hmm. watching this movie, I want to dig into him first. (laughs) Watching this movie, I went in with a hard prejudice. Yeah, what did you want to do? I was going to say, let's just make a disclaimer that we are going to, this is spoily a dish. Yeah. Uh, we we are going to talk about spoilers in this. I honestly think that it would, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I think it'll be helpful because helpful to set the bar as low as it can be, <laughs> so that if you watch it, you will be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and uh, and there are some like there, you know, there are some rather large twists and turns. Yeah, reveals. There's a couple of big reveals, and maybe yeah. just one. 
I, I'm very unsure of how many. Just one, but honestly, the biggest the biggest twist and turn was just how terrible this movie was. So yeah, that's already uh, been spoiled for you. That's already been spoiled. So okay, so we are going. We to have some you. big big strokes to deal with, but I just want to get into him real quick because I have a I have a bone to pick. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about each each major yeah, character. Then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's let's talk about Jared Leto. Okay, you got Jared a bone Leto. to pick. You came in Prejudice. Jared Leto plays the villain, the suspected possible villain. He he you're right. He exudes serial killer. Dude, he, I mean he's got some prosthetics. He's got maybe the worst fake belly I've ever seen. Yep, just like a pillow, a <laughs> misshapen pillow. A couch pillow under his shirt. Um he has some fake weird te- gait. some fake teeth, yeah, weird walk. Um Perpetually greasy, vacant eyes. Exactly. So he's like the most, like, go ahead and arrest him without evidence. I don't think, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a problem. No one ever be like, yeah, he should be in jail. Um, here's what I'll say about him. So on paper, like up front, it seems like he's probably doing a good job. <laughs> like as portraying this character with the lines he's given and everything. I just have this fundamental dislike for him that I can't tell if he's really good or not because I just don't care for his presence. Yeah. I will say this. Here's a, here's a a positive note in all of this. I think generally, well, let me start with bad. Generally, I think the script is written really poorly in a set in, in the sense that like almost every trope is used Lines, Every single one. Lines. It is stale. Yeah. It is like oh, not yeah. only not only is it bad, it is boring. It yeah. is stale. It is like they play this like new cop, old cop that is just played out. The serial killer being such a serial killer is boring. Yeah. I mean, it is just a stale, stale script. Like a lot of the lines they use are just like, oh my gosh, is this like NYPD blue from the early 90s? It's like we get it. It was like an episode of CSI, except yeah. it was way longer and the acting was worse. The script was worse and it was twice as boring. Yeah. So having said all that, I will say, here's the positive thing. I genuinely think the lines that Jared Leto has as this, this kind of serial killer, and he's, he's constantly with these like not one liners, but just like really clever, sarcastic, taunting retorts. I think those were really good. I do think that he was one of the only spot. I think that that was one of the only highlights too. I like that. And I had there, I have two highlights of this movie. And I think that I like a villain who likes being a villain. You know, I like a a villain who really kind of like relishes their villainous. And if you're going to be, if like, and I felt like that made sense for this character who I, you know, I hate this portrayal of violence that is like, every single violent offense is some kind of like brilliant scheming plan that has taken over years by someone who just like loves doing crime. I think that's a really poor portrayal of the world and crime in general. And I like, I absolutely want to get rid of it. And I hate seeing another movie that is like about someone who just loves killing because it is an absolute unrelated portrayal of the world. Yeah. Um, But if you're going to do that, if you're going to make it cartoonish, make it cartoonish, you know, like, lean into that. And if you're going to have a a guy who loves killing, 
make sure that he loves killing. And so I did like that. Uh, I do like a villain who likes being a villain, yeah. especially like in this his setting. Lines, so I, I agree with you there. Yeah, his lines were genuinely funny. Hey, they uh, were. Yeah. yeah, and they were delivered well. It almost It's almost as if Robert Downer Jr. was a serial killer. It's the kind of like snappy repartee he might have if he were playing it, mm-hmm. but but just played grosser and with a, with a deader eye. Um, yep. So that I did not mind. Uh, that I thought was like a highlight. And I think, and let me guess what your other highlight is. Do you mind? Okay, go ahead. I think your other highlight may be Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. yeah Denzel yeah, yeah. Denzel is like, Denzel is so good at being, like he is universally beloved and he is a fantastic actor because he just has so much range. You know, Denzel can be charming Denzel. He is really affable. He's really nice. He's also very funny. He's very charming. He can be very soft, but also he can be very hard. He can be the action hero. You know, he can, he can like get in your face. Like he can literally do it all. And I felt like his, like he was the only other shining part, but even, even him, I feel like was, was ruined in this movie because they used like him to play this dumb played out old school versus new school against Remy Malik. So he yeah. is like, he is like this old detective who's been in the game before and has seen some things, yeah. you know? So he's like quiet and reserved and he lets like the new guy come in and make all the mistakes and be all the ego while he kind of like casually sits back and figures it all yeah. out. It's just like, we've seen it a billion times and it was freaking boring. You're right about that. I, I will. I do have a strong disagreement about one thing. Oh, I do God. agree he was great in this, and I do yeah. think he's a great actor. Yeah. However, I do not think he has range. Oh, yeah. What? Here, here's the thing, and I was I've had this conversation a lot lately, strangely enough, um, about actors who have range, who are who have versatility, and actors just as good, but are kind of staying in their lane. Okay. Now, I'm not saying he can't play different emotions and different styles, but he's not a transformative actor. Every movie he's in is Denzel, like a a few feet to the left, a few feet to the right, which honestly, I do not fault him for. There are actors who just who do a thing and they do it really well. But like he's not like a Tilda Swinton or he's not like a a, a, a Meryl Streep or Gary Oldman who can play like I'm playing uh, Beethoven and Sid Vicious all within three years. Like he's, yeah. not, he's not somebody who's taking on these wild personalities. He does what he does, but he does it really well. And the yeah. reason that I like him so much and this is something he did in this movie, even this crappy movie He's he has these subtle things that he does. So he's like a master of a subtle performance, even when he gets big, like he chooses the right moment to get big. And then he chooses the right moment to smile that smile that is blessed by the angels mm-hmm. uh, that Denzel yeah. Washington. <laughs> but honestly, and I was watching this movie and it's it almost stands out more in this movie because it's so bad watching him like, oh, I see what he like. Look how soft he's being just this look and then just this smile and just this like uh he's turning around like all these little things i think he's masterful at it i just don't think he's like he's not a transformative actor to me he's not gonna play a forrest gump you know what i'm saying (laughs) and i'm not saying that tom hanks is that transformative either i'm just saying yeah yeah that's only that's the only thing that 
but I, I think he's great. But yeah, I, I don't uh, the the script. Oh well, let's let's move on before we do. Let's hit Rami Malek too. Okay, um, uh, I think that Rami Malek. I I don't really like him. I think he's just like so taut and uh, so kind of like he's so cold in every single role that it's like yeah. difficult for me to approach him. I felt like in this one he was just particularly bad. He was. I like I, I and and there was even a part where I was like, okay, so he's not supposed to be a likable character. Well, I I could not hate him more. So is this is like you know are they like accomplishing this goal? Because I yeah. just despised him and I was absolutely repulsed by him. Yeah. And uh, it just like there has never been a more unlikable character. There's like there's nobody that is that rude. There is nobody that is that cold. There's nobody that is like that calculated and rude. It is just like it was so it was it was just every and that was and that was a reflection of this entire movie. This entire yeah. movie was so insincere and it was there was there was so inauthentic. There was nothing authentic about this movie and yet it was trying so hard to be authentic. It was trying so hard to have something happen when nothing was happening this entire yeah. movie. There was like 30 minutes in and Nothing had happened. Yeah, yet it, was it, it did take to a while to so get into it. Dramatic, and I felt well, like Rami was that same way, where like he's like the most unlikable character in the world, and then somehow like at the end or at some part, we're supposed to feel bad for him. We're yeah. like supposed to feel something for him. I mean, you have to build that as a character. <laughs> you like, know what's really interesting is that I think this movie is such a mess that you and I both disliked it in very different ways. Because there's so many ways to dislike it. <laughs> oh my god! I was, yeah. Because the reason I say that is because I mean, so far, but also, I disliked Rami Malek for different reasons. Like I didn't think he was unlikable. Oh at, at, I mean, there's definitely unlikable in portions. I think his character is so unfounded and so nebulous that I didn't know what his character was. Yeah. Like that, right. that the, too. That well, like yeah. that as well. You're like you're yeah. right in yeah. that. At and, the and beginning, that's, that's, that's a level that like flew under under my radar because like my no other one, things Yeah, yeah. It's like no one really established who his character was supposed to be. So at the beginning, you're right. He's like rude instantly, like get go back to where you came from. Oh my god. And then and then he's like, No, I want your help, but I'm gonna do it in a cool way. I'm gonna <laughs> yes. put you and this... his face, and you're right, his performances typically are these kind of cold and but here's the thing. I don't dislike Rami Malik as an actor. I think when he was in uh was it Mr. not Mr. Nobody, what was it? Mr. Robot. When he yeah. was in Mr. Robot, I liked him in that. It was, was perfect for him. And then yeah. in yeah, uh, what he was, was a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> what was the one, uh, the the Freddie Mercury movie? He was Bohemian fine. Rhapsody. We talked about that, and I yeah. was thought he's fine. He plays fine. him fine. It's nothing exceptional, fine. but he's fine. In this, I was like, I don't know what you are doing. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you know what you're doing, and I could care less about you. Like his yes. responses his responses to things in a movie where everything is very typical like oh this is when you do this to his credit he didn't respond <laughs> in the typical way but he didn't respond much at all no like, and his like that, affect and kind of like way of speaking is just so removed from humanity yeah when there's yeah. a scene where he's being taunted by Jared Leto's character 
And his, first of all, let's, I, I want to dig into this a little bit. And I think this is a good example of Rami Malek, but also a, a, a weird part of the film. And again, just to reiterate, we're spoiling some stuff. Um, there's a scene where Jared Leto takes him somewhere and convinces him to dig himself. Uh, first of all, uh, back up. I, I feel we haven't talked about like the plot at all. Let's, okay, I, think, let's, I think we need to like, like I want, like okay. I need to dig into the script here. So yeah, okay. because finish your bit about Rami and then we'll go back into the no, script. No, I'm done with about Rami, but we just okay. remind me to get to this scene because this is scene is like a perfect example of, yeah, let's start, okay. let's start with the We'll script. get there. Let's 20 minutes into By this way, podcast. Let's yeah. start with the movie. I think we're about to hit our new record of longest podcast. I know okay. we like, we really got to like get to our, our points a little faster here. No, um, possible. <laughs> just like the film we're gonna take our time <laughs> and i think that was the thing so this film like started off and it was you know it starts off with with a serial killer and then you get into this like you it it it, it comes in on introducing like denzel as this kind of like you know schlubby guy who is like a veteran who is clearly like should be higher in his rank but you're like it's not sure why so you're sure that it'll tie it up it up somewhere later and then remy mal comes in super super unlikable and they like hate each other and then like somehow they become friends um the like immediately some of the issues that i had with this is like i just really really dislike the csi-fication of uh the police world yeah and how it is always portrayed as being like super serious and people are working around the clock which i think was like a big issue with this movie was that clearly the 24-hour workday tore both of these people apart and still they portray working all day and night as noble somehow uh-huh. that was like a huge issue i had and and is always like with these police dramas is that like there's just no one has that time. This is not how the workday works. It's not how a police. <laughs> it's not how a police place works. It, it's just. I like, like that one of your big issues is that like they are not portraying the workplace in an efficient, an efficient and accurate it is manner. Not. It is, I honestly, I feel like this is like a huge hang up with me with like all police yeah. dramas. Is like I just want like I would be more in for crime stuff if every single police department was not this police department if every single like csi ops was not like the the csi that we see in every single movie it was just like all the cliches and it was just so far removed from reality i would love to see a police movie that like took place in and followed the normal proceedings of a of a murder you know or of something and also like portrayed like like they got this guy and he is like this detective like works on cases like this all the time, but like that is removed from reality too. It's like everything about this was living in this fantasy world of crime that is, re- that is absolutely in Congress with it in, what is that incongruous with yeah. like, what is with what is happening in the world? I just like, I don't believe it. I can't buy into it. If it was like somehow closer to reality, I could, and I want that, but I hate this this like romantic portrayal of the police station. <laughs> it's amazing how differently we hated this movie and yet both <laughs> hated this movie. I have no problem. I don't want to see a movie that's more realistic to how it works. I have a feeling that would be wildly boring. Like I have to fill up paperwork. I have to fill out paperwork for four hours. 
if that's how it is, that's what I want to see. Yeah, you see, know, this is the one. I, there are certain movies that I enjoy the gritty realism, but there are certain movies where the realism, like I don't want to see a, a, a office life as it really is. I want to watch The Office, and it's funny. My office life is so boring. That's not entertaining at all. Maybe it's okay. an artistic statement on reality and the mundanity. The mundanity? 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 Sure. We're going for our big words today. Yeah, and we're not always hitting them, and that's fine. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, the I, I don't know that I'm always going to like the realistic portrayal of something. To be honest, you said something that made me really interested. You said this fantastic world. Now, this isn't a, a, in a, by strict definition a fantastic world. There's no ghosts. There's no magic. However, I am interested in a world, in a police procedural that does maybe go a bit into the fantasy world. This is not it. I'm just saying this film is essentially, yeah, you can sum this film up in two sentences. Uh, two unlikely uh, cops work on a serial killer uh, case. Uh, one has a secret past that you don't find out till the end of the movie, which is Denzel. And that's it. I mean, and that's it. And then the, the details are supposed to what's are supposed to be what flushes that out. But the details are rehashed from every other film you've ever seen. The reveal is not that the interesting yeah and the question that you're left with is also not that interesting let's get into like the big reveal on this movie the big you know the big thing that happens that's like supposed to change things up well there's two two things denzel is referenced throughout as having this past which led him to the small town he used to be a big city cop now he's a small town cop something happened he runs into people who know him you're like why don't they like him what what happened and so there's flashbacks to a case that was sort of similar to this but you really don't get enough details about that to under to even start to like wonder oh is it this is it that and then later at the end, they just reveal what it is. And you're like, oh, okay. That's, they didn't <laughs> allude to that at all. That's terrible yeah. what happened. Yeah. And maybe he shouldn't be, <laughs> maybe he shouldn't be a cop anymore. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, okay. I, they just sort of shoehorn that in to make it more mysterious. But that is after the. The serial killer reveal. Yeah. And then, and then you've got. Jerry Leto, who obviously did something terrible in his life, and he was taunting these police. They don't have a lot of solid evidence, but they have a lot of circumstantial evidence. And then he, at one point, confronts Rami Malek, takes him out to it, and says, "Yeah, I can show you where they are." And then Which he is the funniest insinu- part of the movie. Yeah, and then he insinuates that, "Oh, maybe I'm taking you here just to mess with you because I didn't actually do something." And then he, th- but he does threaten his family in a vague way. And mm-hmm. here's where we get to the point that I think is amazing. He's, he's convinced, first of all, Rami Malek to follow him. Uh, on, not highly on guard either. Rami Malek's not like no. super on guard and he should be. Not he sits in the front, doesn't have his gun drawn most of the time. Yeah. And yeah. he just convinces, takes him out in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, okay, we'll just hang out. Has mm-hmm. his back to him. A lot of, for and 50% of the time. Yeah. yeah. Gun exposed back to him. You see him walk up, you see Jared, let him walk up behind him. You're like, okay, this is where he grabs his gun. And you know what? He deserves it because how are you a cop and you're not facing a person. And also how did he convince you to dig on your own? Yeah. So anyway, there's all these things that are incredibly unbelievable about that scene. The most unbelievable is how Rami Malik does not respond to this man's taunts. Like 
a person would. If you want to talk about a realistic portrayal, if someone even mentions my family, who you, I believe to be a serial killer and knows who they are, I'm not just going to stare at him and then turn around and continue digging. And that's what he does. Right. And then, and then out of nowhere, suddenly explodes and hits him with the shovel. <laughs> I mean, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You mentioned my family. Cool. 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 Uh, five minutes later, I hit you with the shovel. Cause I'm real. Now I realize I am mad at right. you. So bizarre. And then, and then Jared Leto dies. I mean, then yeah. like the serial killer dies and he hits him with a shovel and kills which him. Which was like super anticlimactic because he is like the only, that's like their entire pursuit is like, is, <clears throat> is getting this guy and he hits him with the shovel and it's like, he, he was, they didn't like use him enough and, yeah. uh, and that just like took, it just pulled the rug under the entire movie. And like, as you said, with like that weird explosion, there were so many weird explosions in this. There's like yeah. this scene when they are interrogating him and like suddenly like Denzel blows up like cool, yeah. calm Denzel. Like his entire thing is being cool and calm and not letting anything get to him. Suddenly he blows up. There's that thumbprint scene yeah. where they're like doing the fingerprint <laughs> yeah. and the guy gives him like a chip shot. And then he like pulls him by the tie and it was like some crazy explosion on this guy. Yeah, Rami Malek uh, that was like so grabs uh, a coroner by the by the lapel because he gives him because he proves to him that what he's looking for is an actor. Yes, and so then they and then he calms down instantly. Yeah, and so that so then they uh, they kill Jared Leto, and I'm like, all right, well that takes the entire thing, and then the entire movie becomes how easy it is for cops to get away with murder. That becomes yeah, that becomes him. the central message of the movie is that cops can get away with murder because they are protected by the system and also they're like they shouldn't be held to the same standards of which they hold the people that they prosecute and the embarrassment and the prosecution would be so bad that it's just better to cover it up <laughs> and let it yeah. go. That part, yeah. it was like, I already hated it. I was already like, on, I like, I already did not like this movie. And then when it wrapped up to be like, well, the entire system is set up. So it's very easy for cops to get away with murder and they should get away with murder because if we prosecuted them and they were held to the same, uh, held to the justice of which they give, that would really be a yeah. bummer for them. So we're yeah. just going to let them get away and with they, it. And what you realize uh, when when the reveal about Denzel's character is they they have now both committed they murder. They have Rami both committed and murder. And both committed murder. One was a an accident, but a very careless accident. Mm -hmm. One was just out of anger and uh, during a situation you should not have been in in the first place. But you're but the thing is, this is like this is the uh, one in a history of films and TV shows that glorify the hero aspect of a cop and let them get away with it because they're it's they're bad people like they're doing it to bad people but it's so interesting looking at tv shows now with the eyes that we have um or i should say that i newly have not even that newly. but it have, wasn't but even like, this guy was everything going bad, on though 
he didn't even do the killings, which is also well, a reveal that they happen when it's like he sends the stupid red barrette to Remy Malik, which is like a part yeah. that you're like, what does this mean again? And uh, and then it, it like he it turns out that he had bought it. So the guy that they killed wasn't even a bad guy. He was just he just had greasy hair and looked like a serial killer. Yeah. But in the end, was innocent, I mean- was an innocent person. Yeah, that's not going to make a lot of sense to people. Uh, let me let me quickly say that there's a red barrette that is a clue to to one of the killings. It's so buried and in the plot, a, though. It's, it doesn't even yeah, matter. it is. And in it, Denzel sends it to him because Denzel gets rid of all of Jared Leto's possessions to cover up this crime. He sends it to Rami Malek essentially to say, Rami, look, I found this red barrette, so you were right. He was the killer. But then you find out that he just bought that to said to him to make him feel better for some reason. Cause again, cops, cops, right. help cops feel better for murder. <laughs> I will say, I feel like their intention was to say, we'll never know if Jared Leto was really the killer or not. Granted, he placed that, he planted that, uh, Barrett just to, so that what, there was no clue there, but everything else about Jared Leto, <laughs> <laughs> everything he had, even though it's all circumstantial, made it seem like he was indeed the killer. However, you don't know, and and they sort of just made it up. Yeah. Um, but so all of these things, yeah, are are it's so unsatisfying because you don't know who it is. I kind of applaud I think what they were thinking is it's gonna be different at the end. It'll be all the same, and at the end, there's gonna be these two twists. And it's going to blow everyone's mind like it did in seven yeah. or like it did in, uh, you know, all these other like much, much better films. Yeah. And they didn't visually, they didn't have the the vibe that a good serial killer or a good thriller has. They didn't have the music. They didn't have so much. They were relying solely on these two twists. Yeah. And both of them, one was random and you don't see coming in a way that doesn't even connect with the past like it's like it's not like when you see it you can start putting the pieces together it's just like a random thing oh it turns out he uh killed an elephant uh in and, yeah. and, and the jungle and he wasn't supposed to like what okay why and then the other one is just like oh we'll never know so the only takeaway you have is yeah we both committed murder and we both and we, we both know how hard it is yeah. to commit a murder and, and now i'll make you feel better about each it. other because it yeah. isn't that hard enough isn't that punishment yeah. enough you know <laughs> just knowing that you did it yeah it's it's oh a god would they, have, would they have held jared leto to the same justice you know oh my god right. ah, this movie i wanted to rip yeah. my hair out okay yeah, i did years ago <laughs> in in preparation for okay this. the little things it's on hbo you should see it really spare yourself <laughs> you know i'm i'm i say watch i say what well, i mean if you've got a minute it wasn't even bad it. good though you know it wasn't even like oh it yeah. like passed no. you know it wasn't even yeah. it wasn't even like, no you're right because it takes a while by the way you just said cats is bad i'm gonna I no like this. Can no erase that can you can put this on a loop and just send it to me <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, you could probably spend your time a little better. I just got HBO Max to watch this, which, so All that right. was intentionally, that was, uh, you yeah, know, it was di- disappointing. Luckily, I, I have gone through, and there's a lot of good stuff on yeah. there, so it was worth it. It'll be worth it. it was just so much of it was boring. 
You know, it was spent so yeah, much time trying to seem like it was doing something when it wasn't. That was right. insulting. Okay. Everyone, I'm sorry you had to listen to this. Sorry. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna take some meditation classes yeah. and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna really be zen next time. What else have you been watching that was not this <laughs> that, <laughs> that we could, that you know, a little saving grace. I will say that I rewatched a film that I love, and this one I can highly recommend. It's sort of in the in the same vein in the sense that it is about murder and it's violent and it's over well, the I top. Think, yeah, I think as, that's a really good suggestion. Is like, what is a movie that you know was like this or that this was trying to be that was actually good? Well, this isn't exactly that, but I'll say you know obviously rewatch Seven. Seven holds up as such a dark, disturbing serial killer thriller that is expertly done it has all all of its elements are are perfect i genuinely think that one is one of the most upsetting movie going experiences i've ever had in a good way that's what you go into that yeah. for seven uh the zodiac is really great obviously silence of the lambs like go see like a great one just to kind of cleanse your palate if you do watch that yeah but uh if you're you know if you're one of those people if violence does not bother you uh, there's a really over-the-top Japanese film called Battle Royale. Have you ever seen oh this? Oh my god, yes! Battle have we, Royale. Never, have we ever talked it. about Battle Royale? I don't know that we have. Oh my I'm not sure that god, yes. I watched it years ago, uh, once, maybe twice, and it's been a long time, and I've been trying to convince my girlfriend I feel like she would really like it. And so we watched it, and it's been years. It holds up. It's so good. It's essentially, it, what. here's what, it's Hunger Games, is essentially the same concept. This film was first uh, before even the books. Um, it came out in 2000. And, and it is it's like literally film. what they based the books on. Yeah. It's a Japanese film where randomly to keep the uh, youth in check in Japan, uh, because the youth culture has gotten wild. They're very, very uh, 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 breaking the law, etc. So they randomly choose a class every year to go to this island and then they, uh, they, no one can. Leave. Everyone has to kill each other. Mm. So there, there can be only one left. And they have this very. This is the best part of it. They have this very interesting set of rules, and they build this whole world around this game, essentially this competition to kill each other. That is really complicated and interesting. Yeah. And that is like the best part of it. If you like, if you don't mind gore, this is kind of like an exaggerated cartoonish representation of violence yeah. and so it's not like i don't know it's not it's not super disturbing if you're but anyway heads up this is a very violent film yeah. <laughs> but but really really clever and uh funny in parts I, I, honestly um but yeah i loved it i was great to rewatch Battle royale is great yeah recommend yeah. it as well i watched yeah. this movie called corpus christi have you watched this? Oh, yes. You yeah. did watch it? That's a great movie. Yeah, that is a really good wow. movie. I have not seen uh, such a good movie in a while. It was like I got to the end and I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I was so thrilled. Corpus Christi came out like maybe two years ago. It is a Polish movie and it's about a young man who is in a – in a, they call it juvenile. But it, you know, it's like a you know young imprisonment for boys, like yeah. a, a kind of like a work – uh, work prison kind of thing. And uh, he kind of like, he really wants to be a priest and he kind of like gets out of that. And then 
accidentally kind of falls into becoming an actual priest and he is really good at it. And he, (laughs) and he is like, he is, he is talented as a priest and he, and he loves it. And they show like his masses and his sermons and his sermons are like he, in it, he's really, he's really tender and he's really open, which is great for his character because his character is like violent and he's done like some things in his past, but you can see that he has like redemption in his heart. And uh, then like some other things happen. And, uh, and it was, it was just, it was a, it was an incredible story. It was, it was really, really yeah. well done in every single way. I was so moved. I was touched. It was absolutely fantastic. One of the best things I've seen in a while. I watched it on, it is really I watched good. it on Criterion um corpus christi so good yeah it's a movie that it, like the concept of it you think is a comedy like, yeah i know right he's, he, gets out, he gets out of jail and pretends he's a priest in a small town but it's really uh it's heartbreaking and s- disturbing a little violent in yeah. parts um but it's genuinely good it was the it was nominated for best foreign film oscar uh the year it came out and it's won like 50 awards around the world it's it's definitely worth so watching. good okay corpus christi and battle royale two good movies to flush out the <laughs> that is lo- the little things Indeed. um all right this has been cinnabuds cinnabuds is edited by dj kenny perez oh we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab thank you we also are theme songs from Milwaukee musician <laughs> yeah. Newski. the news and from our members from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee Milwaukee Film you're the best and this would not be possible without the serial killer himself Christopher Pollard I'm the serial killer of kindness I kill you with kindness nice accurate okay. yeah <laughs> alright bye <laughs>